Frank, do you want to record yet? Are we just sitting here? I just clicked on record when you said that. <laughs> when? When I said what part of it? When you just said, uh, do you want to record yet? Don't worry, I left out all the stuff about you being a furry and masturbating to Lola Bunny. <laughs> oh my god. You can frame your bit. The opening bit is now framing me for being a furry. In I'm not framing you for anything. You just talked to me for a minute straight about it. <laughs> I went on a tirade saying that, yes, Lola Bunny is hot, but if you masturbate to Lola Bunny, that makes you a furry, and I haven't crossed that line because I don't want to be a furry. That's not at all what you just told me. Like, you can try and save face on this podcast, but, like, I know what I you told me a minute ago. This is like the third time I've been gaslighted in the past two days, and it's driving me insane. I hate well, it. Well, lucky for you, there's going to be a lot of gaslighting in this episode, because that seems to be all this po- uh, Marvel Hornets really becomes is gaslighting the web series. God. Alright, I gotta just give a quick mention to Nika and Nika's older sister for gaslighting me all day this weekend. And then you gaslight me at the end of this, at the start of this podcast, and then now we're just going to be gaslighting each other back and forth with Marble Hornets. All right, so... uh, How you been? How you been, Brad? Uh, I've been okay. Mostly just watching Taskmaster. Listen to the new Carly Rae Jepsen song. So a week ago you recommended me Taskmaster, and you're still watching it? There's ten series... (laughs) And they got like six episodes each. Uh, no, they they have like six, and then in series four they start having ten. All right, that's understandable. I'm on series six currently. And there's how many series you said ten? Ten plus uh multiple specials, and uh champion series. So the people who did the best from the original? Yeah, like whoever won the first like series comes back, and then the second series winner comes back. And they all face each other. Who will be the Taskmaster? Taskmaster? Yeah, pretty much. That sounds fun. My brain erased what it was about, so all I know to go off is he's a Taskmaster. <laughs> it's about a very, very tall man making comedians do very stupid things. Uh, challenges and it's very funny fair enough no fielding was on it and that's all you need to know really yeah that's what I remember about it my brain was like mighty boosh and I was like oh hell yeah yeah no fielding uh, the one I'm currently watching has a girl from the podcast my dad made a porno on it who else is on that uh, one of the other hosts from Great British Baking Show before Noel uh, Mel was on it at one point. They I have like a lot of like very famous like British Shear. comedians. I'm thinking of like the guy from the league, the bald one, like Paul Shear. Uh, I think he was on there at one point. Something I don't know. Podcasts are weird. I listen to too many. Honest to God, for some weird reason, I always confuse the league and the guild. Both incredibly good shows, by the way. Like you, if you haven't watched them, you really should. I never watched The Guild. The Guild is awesome. You can marathon it in like a day. I know, maybe. but I don't really. I don't care about. I don't wh- either. But what's her name? Good. Felicia Day. Felicia Day. I don't care about her that much. Ah, oh, she's really cool. I she is, but like, I just like, I never cared about like her like, anything she was involved in really. Uh, Besides Geek and Sundry, and back when that was a thing. Or all I can tell you that she was involved with. On my end. Yeah. I mean, like she's good. She just like never interested me. That whole D&D podcast thing. Critical Role, that's what it is. Yeah, but she wasn't really involved in that. She just owned the YouTube channel that was on Keegan Sundry. That makes and, more sense. And now uh, Critical Role is significantly bigger than Geek and Sundry ever was. Do they have their own channel now? Yeah, they've had their own channel for like two years. Uh, they're their own company now. They actually just uh, acquired a game publishing company, so they're releasing like five more board games based on Critical Role properties. We really, really, truly should have bullied these people a lot harder when they first started on the internet, so this never would have happened. Listen, I love Campaign 1. I still love Campaign 1. Uh, I dropped Campaign 2 after like 30 episodes, and I haven't looked back. 
do you know that equates to like 300 fucking hours you drop something after no it's like 350 or something like that that i dropped it after but uh, technically speaking it's like 50 hours i dropped it after because i saw all the way through the first story and that's like what 300 hours yeah about that it's 115 episodes that's a fucking nightmare so it's 300 or 400 hours and i loved it this is three hours i'm not gonna watch people play dnd it's sometimes five hours Godspeed to you if you can do that, but holy fuck, my brain is too little for that. That's basically all I did for like six months whenever I was really depressed. My depression is usually I rewatch a TV show that I've seen a hundred times and play a video game I've played a thousand times. You see, I, uh, I don't do that. I rewatch a lot of concerts, though. Uh, I ain't got the uh, attention span to watch a concert. I need to be there pretty much. Dude, I, I've rewatched. Uh... Like Bon Iver, like a concert probably four times this week. You have dried up the audience by saying that. <laughs> I, at one point I watched uh, a Charlie XCX concert, I think 11 times in one week whenever quarantine first started. I'm, I'm thinking about it and I've seen a particular MSI live set at least two to three hundred times, so I understand, but holy fuck. It's just... You know, it keeps you going sometimes. Yeah, I don't know why. Anyways, it's um, it's like 15 minutes since we started recording. We it's definitely 6 anyway. minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, remember in my brain, I was I can't see a timer. So I was like, yeah, let's start at 2 p.m. I did not know when we started. Anyway, let's get into PM. this. All right, so Welcome back to Granite Wasps, everyone. The world's only Marble Hornets podcast. Official Marble guess, Hornets not. podcast. And in the comments of uh, the Reddit post that you made about this series, some dude was like, I miss my Marble Hornets podcast. No link. Just yeah. said that. Yeah, so there's no proof that it existed. We are the only ones still. The only official podcast for Marble Hornets. So let's break it down. Brad, what are we talking about this week? Uh, we're doing entries 16 er, through version. <clears throat> so, this week comes in at the longest notes I have taken so far. I spent a significant amount of time last night on a Saturday, alone if uh, I might add, watching Marble Hornets for a good 90, 90 minutes, but it took me about two and a half hours to get through the 90 minutes because of all the notes I was taking I took 19 pages of notes last night so wait do you pause whenever you take notes yeah oh really I take very detailed notes and sometimes my brain is working too fast to watch and uh, take notes that makes sense so for this first en- like for this first entry, I have a page and a half of notes alone for just entry sixteen. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that we shouldn't read we shouldn't read through a page and a half of notes. <laughs> so let's kind of get just like. I did not take these for nothing. <laughs> I want to let you know right now, I did not take these for nothing, and we're going through these notes. We only have forty five minutes to an hour. No. No, we don't. We yes. have an amount of time. I'm cutting us at 45 minutes to You're an hour. You're fucking cutting us. I'll kill you. We're getting into the longer territory. We already talked about how it's going to be longer than 45 minutes to an hour. We'll figure it out. You know? We're already there. We're at the long territory. This is where the series really picks up and gets its wings and everything starts taking off. And you're lucky I'm not torturing you by making you record a second episode this week like I was going to. Oh, yeah. Next week, we got nothing for you. Actually, we will, Brad, because this episode will come out next week. Yeah, what the hell? So this episode will come out next week, and you're just going to have to edit. And re- you're gonna, we're going to have to record, and you're going to have to edit the same day. That's fine. That's whatever. Okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, I don't know why we even stressed that. I'm sorry that I did that to you. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I actually enjoyed it, but that's because I'm lonely and I have nothing going on. So I was completely content to watch Marble Hornets for like two hours in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you weren't here. 
Yeah. This is a public apology post to Brad. You don't ever invite me over. Him. You just go fornicate with Cowdery. You don't know what that word means. We don't invite him on the podcast, even though we keep saying we will. I've invited. I was like, I was fishing to find out if Cowdery was going to be here so he could be on the podcast, but he was not here. Okay. Well, let's Anyways. get into it. Entry 16. So, the narrator states that they have received an anonymous tip about where Brian is located. We see the narrator going up to a house and knocking. He tries to get in the door itself, and he's looking up around at the windows, looking shady like he's going to break into the place. So he walks all the way around back to a sliding door and then knocks into, knocks on the sliding door. It's the dead of night. Are you going to answer a knock on your fucking sliding door at, like, 2 in the morning? I was, I, I seriously, I, like, brought this up. I was like, Jay, it is, like, 3 a.m., dude. Like, what are you doing? I, I literally wrote down, yeah, just show up at 3 a.m., Jay. That'll definitely be cool with him. This place is locked, asshole. You're going to break in now? And then, like, a minute later, oh, you are just going to break in. Yeah. And then my next note is, he literally just breaks into this man's house. I mean, it's fucking trash in here. Damn, bitch, you live like this? Question mark. <laughs> he walks around the trash house, calling out to Alex and Brian. We see tons of shredded trash mail littering the floor. He walks down a hallway and into an electrical closet. A bang is heard. He opens up another closet door to find evidence of somebody sleeping in there, as in blankets and a water bottle. He starts to flip a light switch, and we find out there's no power. Surprised that the trash house has no power. The narrator starts coughing and coughing and coughing until he falls into a door or onto the floor. I can't really tell. And then he gets up, he goes upstairs, and immediately starts making loud fucking noises with metal. Because that's the thing you should be doing when you break into a house. The door is locked and he can't access it, but then miraculously he sees a drop of blood on the floor and trails it to the bathroom as more blood is revealed. He looks inside of a sink and there's just tons of fucking blood that has dried. Why did you touch it with your bare hands? This is disgusting. Because he finds a sink full of blood and just like, you know what? I'm going to put my hand in here and see if it's dry. Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, holy shit, we're in the apartment from PT. God, rest in peace. I still have it. I can still play it. Can we please play it next weekend? The weekend after next? Uh, it's not at my current place. I have to go get the uh, PS4 from my parents. Go get it next weekend, and then the weekend after that we can enjoy it. Maybe. Anyways, he then finds some pills. He shakes them so we know that there's pills in there, because, I don't know, why wouldn't your brain trust it? We see some of Alex's crazy-ass drawings in a single bullet casing. We have him coughing more and more. The video ends. He says, The house appears abandoned, but he heard noises and left with the pills, the drawings, and the bullet casing. And I might go back later. <laughs> yeah, man. It sure was fucking abandoned when you found evidence of somebody sleeping there, dried blood in the sink, and the drawings that you've been looking for this entire time. Um, I think this article, this entry was... Um, pretty fun and staggering the amount of dumb decisions that have been made this so, entire time. So, I like wrote this down. This whole entry feels like an old school, like, no sleep story or creepypasta in that it makes no sense and everybody is really dumb and then nothing happened. We get, like, a little bit of sustenance because it's setting up for later things. But no, like, I know what it is, but I'm talking, like, that. just in this, it feels like part one of a four-part, like, story I would read in, like, 2012 on No Sleep before I was writing on there, where it's, like, just setting up. And it was before, like, the, we had the 24-hour rule, and you could just shotgun uh, flood everything. God, I forgot you can't just post a bunch of stories now. Yeah, so I actually wrote down because uh, this one, the bang, uh, and this reminded me of a story from No Sleep. There was one called Bang that created that 24-hour rule. Was it about the energy drink? No, I wish. <laughs> no, it, I don't remember exactly, but it was like, it ended up being like 11 parts, and it took up the entire front page, and each part was literally one paragraph. Of like a guy updating like a thing going bang outside of his apartment or outside of his bathroom door, and it sucked, and I hated it so much. And they like the mods literally had to be like, "Hey, uh, no more posting nonstop all day." That's pretty fucking incredible. It was it was a wild lawless time on the internet at that time. 
I miss it. I do too. Anyway, uh, audition, not audition. <laughs> audition is a movie I still need to watch. Have you not seen Audition? No, man. Everybody's been telling me to please watch it, and I'm. You should like, watch I'm it sometime. S- I'm, <laughs> I'm scared it's gonna be terrible now that you've blown it out of proportion of levels of good. For me. It's not. It's it's. I mean, it's better than American Guinea Pig. You know what you're getting into with those. <laughs> yeah, I do because they're actually trash. I really love those. I made the whole house watch Bloodshock like two weeks ago, including Josh Cowdery. Of course you did. He asked me for a fucked up movie, and I obliged. Fair enough. All right, so addition. Addition is the next to the arc entry. Uh, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I kind of really hate to the arc entries, just for the record, officially. I'm not smart enough to understand them, and at this point, they only confuse and frustrate me. Um, so we get slowed down audio, and we can see that whoever's running this account was there with the narrator filming him. We see hands with the words see you on it. And I also wrote my note. I'm sure Brad will have something significant to say about this. Sorry, what was that? I'm pulling up the... Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking exactly what I meant. What? You nailed it. <laughs> I was pulling up the wiki doc because I forgot that I yeah. didn't have it running. <laughs> the last thing I said was, I'm sure Brad's going to have something significant to say about this. Uh, okay, yep. I, I found it. Speculation and analysis. So, are, what's are, the meaning of this one? So, this comes from our good friend from last week, Dave Flame Rock again. He is still alive. Rest in peace, Dave. Uh, apparently, the slowed down audio has been identified as Jay saying Alex Brian uh, when he entered the house in six, entry 16, and there's also a film reel. So, to the arc is watching the videos, but like, why? Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, that's basically all we got. That's, that's the entire video, was just like, we're watching you. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I don't have much to say about To The Arcs anymore. As we go along further in this series, I will just be stating, and I'm going to turn it over to Brad now. Yeah, that sounds like a, a pretty good deal. Okay, so I'm just going to skip those on my next rewatch. Like, the next time we're watching for the podcast. I'm just no, no, you still got to watch them, because you got to... Uh, Go back on what happens, and then I'll tell you more. Okay, you're not going to like the next one then. <laughs> uh, so, I decided this when I was watching it. Sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> so, we get entry 17 after this. And this one is pretty cool because we find more footage of the production instead of just, like, current events of wandering around a house like PT but less good. Um, so the narrator states that they found more... Oh, entry 17, by the way. The narrator states that they found more footage of them helping Alex near the beginning of production. We get Tim and Jay just talking. We get Alex moving them around out of frame. And then they're running lines together. The narrator is in the window the entire time. Uh, I didn't notice that until now. You mean the operator? Uh, oh, the narrator. I wrote the narrator for some reason. <laughs> Uh, when I'm taking notes, I'm doing speech-to-text notes while watching it, so sometimes words come out goofy. Oh. Uh, the narrator, the operator is in the window the entire time. And Tim is asking about the dialogue and making faces like it sucks because the dialogue does suck that they're reading. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to point out that like, Tim was like, hey, Alex, who edited, edited this dialogue? And Alex is just like, oh, I did. I wrote the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> They uh, they don't know where Brian is. They have all said something about not knowing where Brian is. We see Jay's face for the first time in this entry, to my knowledge. No, I, I think we saw Jay last week, didn't we? Bro, I don't know. I shotgun this into my brain like a day before, and then it exits after I do the podcast. Fair enough. I shotgun this in my brain literally minutes before. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and say on record on the official podcast, this is the first time we've seen Jay's face. All right. Jay says it's cold. The audio and video starts to distort to unwatchable proportions. The narrator said the tape is frozen from that frame and that the usual audio and video problems are are present in this clip. Well, yeah, obviously. We watched it too. But something else disturbed the narrator. They don't remember any of it happening. The narrator says, I'm absolutely going to break into that man's house again. So yeah, I, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, so we currently have the Alex's Sus series, as we've discussed before. Uh, I, yes, I propose a new one, which is the Jay is Gaslighting Us. You know, because... it's going to be a reoccurring theme throughout the rest of this. 
Yeah, I'm aware because like in multiple parts, Jay's like, I don't know what happened here. Oh, that's so weird. Oh man, I don't know what's happening here. I'm so confused, guys. And I'm like, you're lying, aren't you? You're, you're lying to us. I just know it. He's gotta be. He's gotta be lying. Jay's gaslighting us. Like everybody in this group besides Tim, like Tim, I love him. He's like a beautiful himbo and just like is trying his best in life. And everybody else is, like, awful to him. Like, imagine somebody hitting you up about a shitty student film you did, them lying to you about the reason why you're there for that interview. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm totally going to finish this movie. And then he just grills you about the guy who directed the movie and was a dick to you for, like, six whole fucking months. And then everybody never hits you just, up again. Everybody just is a piece of shit to Tim for no reason. Like, Tim is just trying to live his life. <laughs> And Jay's over here just being awful. God bless Tim. Like, we need to save this poor man. I really hope things work out for Tim. Me too. If there's one character I want to thrive, it's him. Me too. I love Tim. Okay, we're going to try to get Tim on this podcast. Yeah, we are. That's an official statement. I am going to ask Tim to be on this podcast once we finish. Hashtag get Tim on Granite Wasp. We're not going to do that yet. Yeah, we are. Right. Starting after this, we're going to tweet that. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweet it out. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to tweet it out right now like while we're recording. I will just fucking tag him in it. Do not do that. I'm doing it. Hashtag get Tim on granite we won't get them to the end but you know what we're gonna we're gonna plant the seed right now it hasn't posted i just posted it i found it this is a real good podcast right now (laughs) (laughs) so next up is signal did you actually watch this one yeah i watched all of them oh okay the way you worded it i thought you didn't watch them (laughs) no (laughs) you'll see wait signal hold up (laughs) hold up Huh. Is that really Tim's username? <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, I'm not going to say it on this, but okay. Anyway, some uh, signal. So, signal. We get a lot of talking that I'm not even going to try and transcribe here, along with a bit of trippy imagery. I am resigning to Brad talking about these from here on out. That's totally fair. Uh, some notable things are that it uses... Uh, footage and audio from the short film from 1966 called Silent Snow Secret Snow, based on a story by Conrad Eichen and it has a stereoscopic uh, filter on it so that you could use 3D glasses Are you saying you can put on 3D glasses and watch an entry of Marble Hornets? Uh, I think so. Apparently according to the notes like people have tried and they don't notice any significant difference, but I you know, your miles may vary uh, this was honestly they the f- created a revolutionary ARG that has hidden messages only in 3D if you're wearing glasses. That'd be really impressive to do. Uh, but no, my what I wanted to say is that this was the start in like a series of three different uh, to the arc entries that I really really loved because it had like old like 1950s like movie film and like dialogue happening instead of like just distorted video that has nothing like these were like moody and atmospheric and interesting and I was like all in on these why it's cool and interesting you you like crappy terrible movies made by nobodies <laughs> why can't I like my stupid I moody Yeah, so why can't I watch moody, atmospheric, uh, like, stock footage? Fair enough. I have a friend named Evan who just watches the most pretentious shit of all time. Like, he has a Criterion channel subscription and just watches all of that. I've definitely been considering getting a Criterion channel subscription. Yeah, I'll link you up with Evan. You guys would love it. And the only other thing he watches besides that is anime. That's it. (laughs) Sounds like my best friend. I'll link you up. He's one of my best friends. I'm going to get a tattoo with him. That would hurt me. 
For the record, podcast, Brad and I have a tattoo that matches. Entry 18. (laughs) (laughs) We're just moving on. That's a really long one. You don't want to tell them about our Hamtaro tattoo? Nope. Okay. It's my secret. (laughs) Because you're so big and jacked but have little furry hamsters on you? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, entry 18. The narrator says he broke into the house again. Obviously. We see footage of him knocking like it's going to make a difference this time, so he just walks right the fuck back in. Uh, The house is still trashed, and he's trying to goad out whoever's in here. More footage of the house being trashed. He walks around and finds a white doll that is really creepy. It only has, like, pressure marks where eyes should be. And it's very tall looking, possibly a caricature of the operator. The narrator turns around, and all of a sudden, there's a man in a mask and a hoodie just sitting on the couch. He then calls out to him, asking if it is Alex, and the person dead sprints him and immediately jumps him. The audio starts to distort, and what seems to be a fight ensues, with him getting his fucking ass kicked. We then see the camera move back up into a standing position, and the person in the mask is on the ground having a seizure. The narrator gets close, like he's going to remove the mask, but then the person springs back to life with the old classic gotcha trick and hits him again. The narrator leaves and gets the fuck out of there because he can't fight. The next morning, he wakes up in his car on the side of the road. He notes that the knife he brought with him is missing and thought that he was hallucinating, but looked back on the tape to see the person there on the camera. The narrator notes that the audio is distorted, like we didn't just hear it with him. He says something dangerous is going on, and he regrets getting involved with it. So, I just want to make a couple of little observations. First off, like, Jay acts surprised when uh, he got attacked. It's like, my dude, you, you've broken into this man's house twice. <laughs> if somebody broke into my house, they'd be lucky to escape with a beating. Imagine breaking in a second time, probably the next day. <laughs> yeah, you go back for more at the scene of the crime, and you expect it to not get jumped. And then also, like, I wanted to bring this up just because it unearthed, like, a really bizarre memory. That doll that they find. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't have one exactly like that, but I had one really similar as a child. What did it look like? Uh, it, it looked a lot like that, but it wasn't quite, like, identical to that by any means. Like, I think that was, like, a handmade thing, and I bought mine on, like, a school trip somewhere. And I definitely nicknamed it uh, bendy limbs. <laughs> and I, I remember, I saw him literally, like, last week. Uh, when I was at my parents' house. <laughs> and you didn't think to fucking grab it? No, why would I? Because it's creepy. It's not very creepy. He's, like, just like a little pilgrim. Oh, so it's racist. Yeah, probably. That's fair. But I just, I remember, like, I saw, like... one childhood toy that's just, like, kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I think I, like, got him, like, when I went to, uh, like, a trip in, like, the fifth grade. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that you got him a Greenfield Village. Yeah, I did. That place was wonderful. I had nothing but good memories involving it. I've only ever been there the one time, and I don't remember anything about it. I was there once, and I remembered enjoying it a lot. It was like a, a settler town, which yeah. is kind of racist looking back on it. Yeah. But, anyways, I enjoyed it. They had a train. I really liked that. I liked the train. I remember a man uh, taught me how to uh, use silkworms to make, like, clothing. That sounds disgusting because I can't think of any other way but grinding up the worm. No, like, they, they uh, like, silkworms, like, they spool they out silk. silk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but my brain was like, they grind it up to make the clothing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we have another To The Ark video response, which... I hope is not a reoccurring theme for the rest of the entire time. Uh, there's uh, quite a few of them. Yeah, there's a lot left. I, w- I was looking. And uh, so it's called Messages. And the only notes I wrote down were, you have been keeping secrets, smile for the camera. And then at the end I wrote, again, Brad time. Tell me what this was about. Uh, so we, we have three different comments from our friend Dave, real fast. Uh... The image of the person at the end is actually of Tim. Uh, the external footage has been identified as the sinking of the USS Arizona in uh, during Pearl Harbor. And then the source or the identity saw, of... The, 
the USS Arizona sinking and was like, fuck, dude, get the camera. <laughs> I know, right? And then they're not sure what the audio is, but it, they're pretty sure it is from around the time that, like, uh, the USS Arizona, like, sank. Like, it's a song called uh, Regards from Around That Time. Okay. That's making more sense. Uh, the main thing that I took away from this was I actually just unearthed, unearthed a uh, really bizarre old memory as well. Like, I, I've been getting a lot of weird memories. Smile for the Go Camera ahead. is uh, the opening line to a MySpace grindcore band's best song. This band, Psyopis, has a song called Duct Tape Smile. Uh, have, you heard of this, uh, have you heard of these yeah, guys? I, I, yes, I have. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's like all of a sudden all I could think about. And then I started thinking about the fact that the music video for Duct Tape Smile is actually a reference to Tetsuo the Iron Man. I have yet to see it. How have you never seen How have we not? How have I not shown you Tetsuo? Uh, I have all of them. I just haven't seen them. Tetsuo 1 is the best one by far. I watch it probably like once a month. Most people prefer Body Hammer, the second one. It's better. It's a better movie, but I like how insane and like nightmarish and dreamlike uh, Iron Man is. Yeah, no. Because, uh... uh Body Hammer is just the same movie, but it's like Evil Dead 2, where it's like the same movie but just with a better budget. Okay, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 are completely different beasts. You know what I'm talking about, though. Okay, the only reason you can say that they're kind of the same movie is because Evil Dead 2 opens with a recap of the first one for about 20 minutes because they didn't have the rights to the footage of the first one. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying, though, is like it. Body Hammer is a different movie, but... It's, like, thematically the same movie. Yeah, no, I get that. It's just that I think Iron Man is, like, so insane, and there's so much, like, stop stop motion, and, like, it's all in black and white, and I just don't understand anything that happens, and I love it. So it's like the uh, stock footage films you were really into. Yeah. That's why, I think that's why I liked it, is it just kept reminding me of Tetsuo the Iron Man. Okay, fair enough. We got the notes from our buddy Dave Sandrock. Rest in peace. Flame Rock. Flame Rock. Who is Sandrock? Sandrock's like a uh, That's our friend from the Facebook group. Oh, yep. dwarf friend. Yeah. Okay, that's right. So, anything else? Was there anything else about this? Uh, not particularly. It is once again tagged with Marvel Hornets and Ark, which every single uh, one of these is tagged with. I don't know why they keep notifying me this. Like, the, the wiki dot is weirdly, like, surgical about all of these summaries for these things. I don't know. It's, it's so weird. It's a weird little thing. Guess who just replied to me about the mic issue? <laughs> was it? Mitch replied to me. He was like, yeah, of course I want to help you troubleshoot a mic issue. Well, too bad. Next week. I, I explained to him that I figured it out. Remember? It's because Focusrite is fucking nerds, and they're like, yeah, if you want two mi- if you want stereo input, you need to have two microphones. That's why we did that. Yep. But... Thank you, Mitch Welling, for giving us the intro music and also troubleshooting my mic issue and being a very good friend. He's your friend. I've talked to him, I think, twice. Friend of the podcast, Mitch Welling. Friend of the podcast. That's a good way to put it. Just like our friend of the podcast, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, entry 19. The narrator states that they have seen To The Ark's video called Messages, which I don't know how you wouldn't fucking notice somebody replying to your own videos about a scary, mysterious conspiracy that you think you're involved in for some reason. He uh, says that there's something he failed to mention in any other entries because, shocker, he's fucking gaslighting us. (laughs) He says that he's been recording himself much in the same way that Alex did for about a month now, and however... It has yielded nothing worth mentioning, so he only began to check it weekly, 
until he checked the footage at the end of last week. All the following clips we have seen take place in two nights after he returned to the house in entry 18. We see a really sad bachelor bedroom with brick walls, and Jay comes in on a certifiably 2009 handheld phone. He sits on the bed and takes his shoes off, but like, who the fuck wears their shoes to their bedroom? That's pretty disgusting. <laughs> we see him sleeping in bed with the light on, which again, is pretty weird. Um, somebody's gotta have some deep-rooted issues to be living like this. We get distorted audio and the video distorts of the person in a mask sitting on the dresser crouched there like a gargoyle. And then the person on the mask gets into bed with him. The video distorts again and then he's gone. He says it was empty for about three hours as he left the bedroom and then he came back and fell asleep instantly. He does not remember getting up for any extended period of time. He speculates that it is to the ark who is wearing the mask and knows where he lives and notes that since finding the clips he has not left the house at all and has kept his doors and windows locked that he needs to find somewhere else to live because he does not feel safe any longer. Yeah, so one quick thing I want to point out. I occasionally sleep with the light on. Is it because you're too tired to turn it off? Or it yes. Just happens? Like, it just happens. It just happens. because, And I'm also one of God's chosen and I can just sleep like anywhere at any time that must be so fucking nice it it's extremely nice i have not had a like i've had one single night of like bad sleep in like last decade what's it like to be neurotypical and have serotonin all the time i don't (laughs) i can just sleep a lot i just i have trained myself to forget the bad thoughts in my brain and just be like time to go to sleep now goodbye Godspeed to you, Brad. I'm really fucking glad that you can do that, but I cannot. I really cannot. Yeah, so, uh, one of the uh, weirdest things was, like, I actually very vividly remember this entry from my childhood. Really? Because that's so fucking weird, because I do, too. Yeah, I, like, I didn't know when it was, I just remembered the, like, this was, like, the first video, I think, that, like, actually, like, scared me in all of Marvel Hornets. The fact that somebody could gargoyle pose on your dresser and you'd never know about it? Well, it wasn't just the gargoyle posing. It was the, like, really clever, weird editing with, like, the screen tearing and everything. And, like, him appearing in random spots. Like Yeah, this... We gotta say, like, this series is super well edited. Like, yeah, like, they, like... Very well done. We, we, you know, I, I, wanna, I wanna preface this. Like, I, I've talked a lot of shit on, like, Jay and Alex and, like the like audio decisions and whatnot i'm still having a really good time i really enjoy this like series it's just like a lot of fun to also take the piss out of it yeah of course like it's something we grew up watching and loving of course we can make fun of it now because we've loved it for a very long time once you love something for a very long time you start to make fun of it and that includes anything even spouses especially anime God, I want to bully anybody who watches anime right off the bat. You own a My Hero Academia fighting game. I am a person who is easily suckered into licensed arena fighters. You don't even play Uh, the good fighting games. You play, like, the shitty licensed (laughs) arena fighters. (laughs) So right now, on my Xbox, because it's up and idle in the background, I have the Naruto fighting game. One of them. One of, like, the seven. I have the fourth Naruto Shippuden Ninja Storm game. I have the My Hero Academia game. I have Soul Calibur 1 and 6. I have Mortal Kombat 10. I just like arena fighting games for no reason. They just bring me joy. So you I just don't hop in and punch somebody out and then go away. You don't have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes Over Heaven, though, the best one. I have straight up never gotten into that because i don't want to be that kind of person you need to because jojo's is beautiful and i love it and the plot line of eyes over heaven is insane straight up i'm never gonna watch jojo's even i will watch all of hunter hunter before i watch jojo i i'm still trying to watch hunter hunter i know it's like the only pure anime without sin in this world but i can't get through it the reason I say that is because I'm never going to fucking watch Hunter Hunter. Why not? It's by the guy that made uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, great. He made Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm going to watch that instead. Hunter Hunter is apparently better. I doubt that. 
Dude, I have people telling me to watch fucking One Piece, and I think you're one of them. So. I am one of them. I almost bought you a One Piece volume one and three through three for your Christmas yesterday. I would have straight up been so angry with you because I, I would have. I really considered it. I would have had to watch them out of pure spite. No, no, I, I bought you the manga. I'm saying. Oh God, I can't read. You know that. Well, then you're probably not gonna like what I bought you for Christmas then. <laughs> I can read. Bro. I know. <laughs> This isn't the first time I've given you a book and you told me that. Uh, I actually have a copy of Batman in my bedroom because I've been meaning to read that, and I was trying to get more into spooky stories that I didn't have to interact with anything to do. Gee, I wonder who gave you that copy of Batman. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> so, so, after this entry, we have our narrator afraid to live at home because he's being watched and he's starting to get freaked out. And then to the arc replies of the video called Return. Now, again, I've been making fun of to the arc this whole episode, but this one is a really fucking certifiably cool clip where Jay is on the ground with his eyes wide open in a stupor, and the operator is walking through the frame just towards the camera. It ends with the words "Found you forever," and I think that is beautiful. Yeah, it, this is a this is a, also a really solid one. Uh, Watching the previous video and then going right into return, I remembered another weird thing that I used to do where for some reason I didn't realize to the arc was pronounced to the arc whenever I first watched the series. I thought it was like a weird made up word of toothy arc. Toothy arc. Yeah, so I was like, Oh, is this like the person's name? Like so I like I literally I remember calling uh like the masked guy from the last one, Toothy Arc, all the time in my head. I don't know why your brain did that, but it's so funny. It makes sense. It's all lowercase one word. Do you have the meaning of this one for us? I do. It's actually quite a bit. I'm trying to see... Okay, okay. I found our good friend Dave, so that's the only thing I care about, really. Uh, based on the description of 91 or 19 backwards and the shirt Jay is wearing indicates this is footage miss of the missing three hours from entry 19 and Jay himself has confirmed this. Uh, the title may refer to the return of the operator to the videos uh, as all of uh, as all prior sightings from Alex's tapes. Uh, yeah, so it seems like the main thing that I'm taking away from this is that, like, this is just, this one isn't even, like, an ARG, like, puzzle. This is just, uh, to the arc, like, showing what Jay was up to during those, like, blackout times. Okay, so for 19 hours he was sitting in the fucking hallway? For three hours. Okay. He just sat in the hallway while, uh, the operator, uh, Mr. Slenderman... You know, just kind of like ominously stood over him. I mean, it looks like a ritual. Probably, but I'm just saying he was ominously standing over him. I've just had a friend aggressively text me that I need to marry them to their wife tomorrow after work because they're going to lose their mind if they're not married any longer. So I'm going to marry people tomorrow after work. <laughs> that's, that's about the most, like, that tracks for the chaotic energy of this podcast. <laughs> I, like, I'm like, oh, they haven't texted me in a little bit. What's up? I, like, it must be urgent. And it just says, I need you to fucking marry me tomorrow after work. I have the witnesses. Come over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck, bud. <laughs> All right, uh, entry 19.5. All right, let me put my notes back on my cat because that's the easiest place to read them. Okay. Uh, entry 19. The narrator says he... Wha oh, he has made... Because I do the speech to text, so sometimes it doesn't make sense when it outputs. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having like a hiccup. One second. <laughs> You're good. I'm sorry. It's just really difficult to talk for a second. Um, so the narrator says he's making a video record of the items he took from the house in entry 16. In the process, he's discovered a few things. <clears throat> uh, 
The pill bottle. Oh, I scrolled away from my notes. <laughs> the pill bottle he had. The pill bottle has had its label torn off, but it's also completely empty. After checking into entry 16, it was not empty when he found it because we see that clip played back to us and he shakes it. He says he doesn't remember taking any pills. But he speculates that he might have also because he doesn't remember a lot of things. So he's setting us up to gaslight us. I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure that stealing medication is a felony. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then he's lying about his pill addiction. The bullet casing is missing. He, it's possible he misplaced it, but it's gone. Or was it taken by the invader that came to his house? Question mark. Wish we did sound effects on this podcast, because that'd be a sound effect place. <laughs> Papers are Alf's drawings. They're pretty cool. I've always liked this art style. It's very creepy and spooky and reminds me of a time in my life where I wasn't depressed all the time. Uh, he knows that the symbol on the second page is reoccurring, and plays us a clip of entry 13 where the operator logo is on the cement that I talked about forever ago. He said, nothing on these papers really mattered until he looked on the back and he saw the words, seize me at the tower. He doesn't know what it means yet. He says he's looking through the last of the tapes he took from Alex and then something important needs to happen or else the trail for this whole mystery has gone cold. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it and say that something really does happen here because we have a lot more to talk about. <laughs> what were your thoughts on this one? Uh, my biggest thing was the like comment of uh, where it's like somebody might have taken the bullet casing. Blade, I don't know how often you break into people's houses in the middle of the night. Not anymore, masks. for the record. I'm going to go ahead and state for the record I do not do that anymore. I'm a different person. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying, I don't know how often that happens. How often, when that happens, though, do you go, I'm going to steal this bullet casing. That's a good thing. Allegedly, I may have taken a couple packages of full-on loaded bullets, not just the casings. And you see, that would make sense. But I'm talking specifically a bullet, a single bullet casing lying on the ground. You go, that's what I'm stealing. I never in my life would see a bullet casing and go, yeah, I'm going to take that because it was discharged for a reason. <laughs> so whatever reason that was, I'm not involved in it. I'm not taking the bullet casing. Uh, so do you want some speculation and analysis on yeah, this Yeah, for sure. Should we start doing that, just reading the speculation analysis of every entry? Uh, I think whenever they come up more interesting... Yeah, is this one interesting? Uh, uh, did we state that this is 19.5 instead of entry 20 for some reason? I think I did say that it was 19.5. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I want to point out something real fast. Uh, yeah, so in my, in my notes of entry 20, I definitely referred to uh, Tim coughing as Slendy Sickness. That's a great term, and I hope I remember to use it for the rest of this podcast. Uh, so in the speculation and analysis, it is canonically actually called Slender Sickness. Ooh, shit. Ooh, shit. I think you understand it. I think that Slendy Sickness sounds funnier, though, so I'm going to keep calling it that. I just wanted to bring that up real fast. Uh, no. <laughs> was that the only thing you gathered out of the notes and speculation? No, no, no. There's more. That, that, that's okay. the first, that is the first note. That's why I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, Brad, you just wanted to bring that up to say that? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, the other thing, the main thing is with the bullet casing. Uh... Oh, okay. So, there's three different theories on it. Either A, it was the bullet used to kill Brian, because it was found in Brian's house. Okay. Uh, we don't know that Brian's dead. I'm just saying. There's blood, and it's Brian's house, and the bullet casing. Put two and two sure. together. <laughs> B, uh, it might have been shot uh, by Alex out like in paranoia. Or C, as of entry number 46, it has not been mentioned again, so it might be a red herring. Okay. Okay. So, those are the kind of notes you don't read. Don't read that one. <laughs> don't read that out loud. Well, I just read it out loud, so. That's terrible. You got mad at me for bringing up Sunday sickness, and you wanted more, so I gave you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. True, true, true. So... Did you have any funny notes for this one? Like, did you take any notes for this one? You've been, like, 
interweaving your notes in between me talking, but like usually we just have a call and response of our notes back and forth. Uh, for which one? Uh, nine, 19.5 or 20? 19.5. Uh, yeah, most of my notes were just kind of focused on like Jay continuously gaslighting us. <laughs> and yeah, for sure. He does that. That was that was the main point was just me being like he's stealing medication, he's lying about it, he's lying about taking them. Oh, also, why is this video at night with a black light? Um, you know how you read that one article about hotels being stained and gross, so you buy a black light and you want to do it to your own bedroom? Yeah. I feel like he was doing that before recording. <laughs> but I was just like... I like sat here for probably a solid five minutes canonically trying to be like, why is he filming it this specific way? I'm going to go ahead and say that, again, he was like, well, how many times have I failed to clean up after myself? Better check it out. And then he gets to recording the video and he's like, I paid for the whole black light. I'm going to use the whole black light. Fair enough. There was nothing like UV written on the papers that I could tell. It was all dark ink. It wasn't the glowing light white ink. Yeah, that's that's why I was even more confused. It wasn't like he was trying to showcase like some like secret thing to the audience where it was like we did or Jay doesn't see it, but uh we do. Like it was just black light for no reason. I think it was just again them showcasing that they know how to do cool things. I think so. Alright, well we have to get through another entry and uh to the arc in about ten minutes, so we should get moving. Okay, there is no time limit on this podcast. Time isn't real. I'm counting it as... I'm trying to keep it around an hour. Okay, Mitch, listen. A podcast can be as long as it takes to get through the material. Discussed. Sincerely. We have ten minutes. I'm turning off the recording. I will straight up fucking fight you over this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get feral on the podcast if you cut me off. Entry 20. He says he's almost finished looking through the tapes, but he said that, like, a week ago, dude. Like, why are you not fucking done with the tapes? He said he found what he could possibly be the, like, he said he found what could possibly be the final clue he gets from the tapes. Again, he doesn't remember any of this happening, and if that's true, who's to say? He's probably gaslighting us. We see footage of Jay and Alex on a couch recording special features for Marble Hornets which is really corny to record special features before your fucking film is done. <laughs> we see them goofing around and putting back a painting behind the couch that they had previously removed. Yeah. The significance of this painting is not found yet. I just want to bring this up. This house has no decorations. You know, I really want to say it's because it's 2009 and they're trying to film a horror YouTube web series, but also I'm just going to go ahead and take a guess that whoever lived there did not have decorations. I'm just going by the fact that Alex is wearing cargo pants that they were like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> it's cool to have all these blank walls. <laughs> and Jay's, I, I do like Jay's hat in this video, by the way. That is that is one of my first comment was, nice hat, Jay. I actually did like this hat. I have blanked out what anybody was wearing in these. Unless it's like one of Tim's really cool shirts. I'm not going to remember. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, great wardrobe on Tim. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, it just looks like stuff you would wear. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, throughout them goofing around and talking, we find out that this is Brian's house, and Brian's missing. Literally, nobody knows where Brian is. They said he went to the store or something, and they were like, yeah, did you pay attention to where he's going? And they're like, no, not really. So, that's weird. Um, they are doing a script revision. And then we find out that Jay is a script supervisor for Marble Hornets, which sounds important. Severe audio and video distortion entails. There is a big knocking on the door that they say, oh, it's Tim. And Tim does walk through the door, and he looks like shit. He's late, he doesn't look happy, and says it's very cold in June. Audio distortion when the audio is focused only on Tim. They sit down into recording for this special feature and immediately Tim says he needs a fucking break he is coughing hard in the background like alarmingly hard so hard that they go check on him they see him in the hallway curled up standing he has pills and water he takes pills and drinks some water and he sounds increasingly irritated that they came and checked on him 
The narrator states that these clips are out of order and presumably missing footage. He also notes that the pill bottle was similar to the one that he found at the house, concluding that he stole Tim's pills. He then says that he's concluded that the Red Tower from the original entries is what they mean by the Red Tower. I mean, by at the tower. He decided it's the only solid lead he has going for him, so he's going to go there soon. So, uh, one of my biggest things that I wanted to bring up is... We, so we don't know when this uh, clip comes from. I'm going to assume when Marble Hornets is being made. Well, yes. But I'm saying when, like, in the timeline of when Marble Hornets is being made. So this is further proof that Jay is gaslighting us. Because Alex was the only person that uh, apparently uh, edited the script. But Jay's claiming that he's the script supervisor, which means he oversees it and edits it. Right. So, what happened first? Did Alex write a bad script, or did Jay not do his job and then just keep claiming the title? I'm going to go ahead and say it's both. I'm just saying, both these guys seem like, like, again, Tim, God bless Tim, like, pure, wholesome, cinnamon roll Tim. Why are you hanging out with these two assholes? (laughs) Sometimes Alex is like a find any good friends. Alex is a dick to everybody and Jay is like increasingly unhinged. I'm just going to go ahead and say that we're venturing into the unreliable narrator territory for the rest of this. So, I'm going to read you a quick speculation. I'm just going to read you one thing uh real fast that I thought was kind of an interesting little uh thing. This doesn't spoil anything, but it appears that Tim is wearing the same coat as the masked man in entry 19. Brad, I lost you for a second there. What's that? I lost you for a second there, buddy. What do you mean? You said, I'm just going to go ahead and read you a quick, and then you cut out. Oh, really? Yeah. So, apparently... I'm not... Apparently, Tim uh, is wearing the same coat as the masked man in entry 19. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. Just like a just a fun little thing that like people have noticed. Bro. Bro. Is the mask. And apparently, people believe that this is the same house from entry sixteen and eighteen. So Jay would again be fucking lying to us. Yeah, because it is Brian's house. Yeah. Oh shit! You're right. So. Jay's been there before, and he's lying to us about it. Yep. Or he's that strung out on his pill addiction that he has to steal pills and forget about it. Fucking fair enough. Fair enough. We have one more thing to talk about today. So. It's called Version. Yep. It shows the tower and a bunch of words. And then I also wrote tower and words, period, Brad talking. (laughs) (laughs) period Uh, go ahead and tell me about this to the arc entry Brad so the main thing is that it is uh, actually a chroma keyed upside down uh, footage of entry 5 with the tower Okay. and the words that it reads are poison random endings centered excludes death encountering stale truth receives endangering every and section and then it ends with waiting for you at the very end now did our homie Flame Rock figure out these words? Uh, I am reading. Uh, our homie Flame Rock is not involved in the speculation and analysis, so obviously none of this actually matters, and all these like 14 notes that other people have put in are all wrong. Shit. <laughs> I can't believe he died again at the end of this episode. I can't believe. Dave, like, you can't keep doing this to us. <laughs> I need you, Dave. I need to reach out to Dave Flame Rock. Get Dave Flame Rock on the podcast. I was about to tweet out hashtag get Dave Flame Rock on Granite Wasp. I'm going to fucking go on Twitter and search for Dave Flame Rock. Get. Where are you? It's D-A-V, if you remember. Dab Flame Rock, where are you? My new Scooby-Doo spinoff. <laughs> hashtag get Dab Flame Rock on Granite Wasp. Uh... No, for, like, uh, some other stuff, um, 
if you put the words vertically and read uh, like top to bottom, it uh, reads out or spells out precedes trees. Uh -huh. And there is a the audio is highly augmented Morse code that translates to operator. Weird. Uh, that's that is actually by Kevrock, who may be related to Dave Flamerock. We don't know. It's his little brother. Yeah, I li I like Kevrock. He, you know what? If we don't have Dave, at least we got Kev. I'll take I'll take that. Uh, and then another note from Kev. Uh, this leads me to another thought. If we read the clues in order, they appear in the video. Then operator proceeds trees waiting for you. Oh shit! That's actually really cool. <laughs> So, the operator is older than the trees, and he's waiting for you. Yeah. Shit. Do we know what this tower was, by the way? Uh, in real life? Yeah. No. No, okay. I do not. Do you have an answer for me? No, no, I, that was a legitimate question for you. Oh, shit, no, I don't. Nope. Right. Uh, so, what do you want to recommend to me this week? Or the listeners. You know, this has been a hard week for me just because I've done nothing but watch Taskmaster, and I don't want to recommend that again. <laughs> Do you want me to take your recommendation and I'll give two? No, no, I have something. Give me half a second. I have to pull up Spotify, because was, I, I was listening to a thing recently, and I liked it a lot. You go ahead. I'm going to throw out two recommendations this week because we were supposed to record a double episode this week and I had both recommendations in my head. All right. So the first recommendation would be to, if you have an Xbox, get about one to three other friends that you really enjoy playing video games with and just play through a Halo campaign sometime. Just for old time's sake, play through one of the remastered Master Chief Collection Halo campaigns because it's some of the most fun I've ever had playing a game and I'm supposed to be playing one with my friend Dylan who goes by Womp uh, pretty soon. We're going to be playing Halo Combat Evolved and if anybody listening wants to play with Womp and I, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, that'd be really nice. We play late nights, uh, Eastern Standard Time. And then my second re recommendation would be an anime called Higurashi When They Cry. It is a horror mystery anime. I am almost done with the first series which is highly critically and fan acclaimed for a good reason because there is so many twists and turns that I've been engaged this entire time and I've never been bored. Um, it is very well done. There is some very finely done gore moments of the series but a lot of the horror comes from suspense and mystery and then watching these little cute anime characters become completely fucking unhinged and snap. Yeah. Higurashi's a lot of fun. I, I've, I watched great. it a long time ago. I haven't watched it recently. And I know that they have the new series that's currently ha uh, airing right now on the current season. Yo, the rumor is about that is that it's not a remake. It's a sequel in disguised as a remake. That's that's what I've heard. I'm very excited. I recently got the giant Higurashi box set for like 20 bucks when nice. it originally goes for like 180 so I'm working my way through those, and when we stop this podcast, I'm going to keep watching Higurashi. Okay. What's your recommendation, Brad? Uh, my uh, recommendation is actually an album I found, like, last night. Uh, I was working on my album of the year list. I was like, I've heard everything I want to. I'm just going to take, like, one quick glance at, like, some new uh, releases that I haven't, like, quite caught or heard that if anything catches my eyes. And I found one that actually, I've never heard of this guy before, but his name is The Koreatown Oddity. He's a rapper from L.A. Uh, and his album is Little Dominique's Nosebleeds. And it's uh, it's really good, and it made it to my uh, top ten of the year. Like, last second, like, Hail Mary. So, what's the subject matter about? Do we have any themes or variations? Uh, so, yes, actually, uh, the album cover gives you the... Uh, subject matter uh, right on it where it says it's a picture of uh, the Koreatown oddity himself and then it says when I was a little kid I was in two serious car accidents that would change the rest of my life and it is about it's specifically about this guy growing up in Koreatown in LA uh, and uh, just like the most like personal stories to him about uh, like how being in these two car accidents have just completely altered everything 
he now has chronic nosebleeds because he has a ruptured blood vessel in his face now, and then he also has a severe limp because he broke his leg on the other uh, car accident. And just, like, what it was like to grow up in Koreatown, be a weird kid, be, like, struggle with, like, his own health and being in and out of the hospital, like, basically his entire childhood because of these two incidents. And it's it's really good. Uh, Production-wise, the closest thing I can think of is, like, something that, like, Mad Lib would do on, like, Mad Villainy almost. Like, it's very, very heavily... Smooth jazz beats. Yeah, smooth jazz beats, but then, like, a lot of, like, weird, like, production ideas. And then, like... It's almost like a marriage between uh, Doom and JPEG Mafia in, like, some areas. Okay, you say that, and I'm not taking it lightly, because I'm going to go listen to this. You you really should. I, like, my biggest complaint is that I think the album is just a little too long, because it's, like, 57 minutes long. Christ. But, like, it uh, it kept me entertained the entire way through. Okay, uh, fair enough. I just, I really, really liked it, and I was... I was not. I literally only clicked on it because I thought the name "The Koreatown Oddity" was such a like weird name for a rapper. Yeah, for sure. But it explains why he's called that right away. Yep. Well, shit. I'm gonna check that out. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, little Dominique's nosebleed. I'm All gonna right. guess his name is Dominique. Yeah, it is. For sure. This is us signing off. The world's only official Marble Hornets podcast. Take we'll it easy. S- we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.